0: 203, the SEC championship game, just footsteps away from where the steakhouse is settling in for the uh, live show here at Reverb by Hard Rock, a fabulous hotel located just next to the men's, and uh, obviously a ton of Alabama and Georgia fans getting properly lubricated for what should be just a incredible atmosphere. Sandy is here. Yes. We, we bid adieu to Rusty Manziel. To Drew Butler, to Mike Johnson, Ryan Paglisi, huge recruit for Georgia, was with us earlier. And who did we talk to from Goody Mob? We talked to. Oh, uh, we had Big Gip from Goody Mob. Big, yep. Big Gip. And uh, just a great atmosphere here. Um, a lot of folks feverishly waiting on a gloomy day in Atlanta, but not a rainy or not a uh, not a rainy and not a cold day it's at all. It's almost
1: perfect. It really is anything. It's almost too warm. I think
0: so too. And uh, I wanted a little like a little chillier. Chill. Me too. Yeah, Me it's too. like 65 yeah. uh, but the rain has held off and uh, it's just great to be it, it's uh, I know you're excited to head back to the lake. You'll get to watch most of the game Front and then and be home the from Florida State. Yep. Yeah, it'll be I'm, perfect. I'm so happy. I saw Drew Butler with a press pass yeah. and Rusty. Yeah. And I was thinking how happy I am that uh, you know the days of having to cover these like we have the perfect gig. We get to talk about it. My wife's coming down here. My daughter with her roommate from college at the University of Georgia, and we were blessed enough that a good friend is taking us to the game. And like I don't want to be working the game. I want to be watching the game. It's I true. want to be like yeah. you know a lot of a lot of games we covered over the years. You and I NFC Championship games and SEC titles and and uh, we're just happy to be spectators. Right? Are
1: you of the? I don't call it the passing of the torch but maybe it is and I see all these females that are in our market that are so good and they are hustling man yeah. they're running and get post sound and cut up tape and I'm up till 2 and I thought oh man I'm so glad I'm, I'm not doing that like we do have the dream job no so yeah I mean such. I have thank no so
0: desire. I mean that was my first 15 years I mean I was at a game every night right, right? right. I mean I was I that press pass was like gold and yeah. I still I still appreciate the heck out of you know any time I get to go to a game and be a member of the press but You know, when you get to be a uh, sports talk host, not necessarily a journalist. (laughs) Journalist! (laughs) Um, Then, you know, like that's what we do. And then we get to go to the games. And I'll give you the sights and sounds from inside there. Uh, Follow us at Sports Sandra, at Stake Shapiro. A couple of quick updates here. The uh, Big 12 game, uh, 35-14 Texas. Mm -hmm. It doesn't
1: even feel that close.
0: The Longhorns desperately, I would imagine, uh, hoping that Alabama beats Georgia, mm-hmm. and then Florida State uh, loses. loses mm-hmm. And that would make Michigan, Washington. Let's just say Florida State wins. Michigan, Washington, Florida State, and who gets the fourth? Is it Texas, mm-hmm. or is it Alabama, or is it Georgia? All one-loss teams, right? Right. Um, or is it Ohio State? And at the end of the day, I think it'll land on Alabama winning, although you'll have to be the committee to say Alabama or Texas, they played. They played in Tuscaloosa. Texas won the game outright. Why are we taking Alabama? Otherwise, right, otherwise what what Greg Sankey literally will lose his mind, there'll be no SEC team represented in the Final Four,
1: yeah, which is I don't see I don't it happening. That, I just cannot imagine is the a world committee that just say to
0: Texas, um, great win against Alabama, but. We think at this point of the year that the SEC winner has to go, and we think Alabama is one of the top yeah, four teams. Yeah. And you are got to have Texas fans literally losing their minds.
1: Anybody else wonder why they're making a big deal of the the, the committees watching the games I together? Know. And in my head I'm like, so what the heck have they been doing all season long? Why aren't they watching it together? What are they so busy doing that they're not well, no, together they're not, watching the games? Well, they're they're not in convinced. a hotel room with their chicken fried chicken But they're not going to
0: fly to a city every week to they watch. They do
1: each game. They vote. They have yeah. that committee. Meeting?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that that. I, I in think it's. Their, it's
1: just ridiculous. What, what? That committee votes in person. What do they
0: need? Okay, but what are they going to spend seven weekends together? This isn't that complicated. So why don't they There's just two,
1: do it like they're making such a big? Be- uh, no, the committee is. My watching My point together, is, you don't like, need to be watching. ordering <laughs> some Caesar salad with extra croutons. I don't know who y'all are even it, talking about.
0: It's it's like the uh, Field of 64 college basketball. There's like three decisions. Oh, I know it's. Exactly. There's three decisions, and they're like. The sixth team from the ACC versus the Sun Belt runner-up. Like, wow! Are you are you guys watching the games closely all weekend? Yeah, we're in Indianapolis. We got a big function room. We got every game up, and we're gonna like, okay. Woo, now, man. do you
1: root for chaos, or do you root for just let the, the let the undefeated march I, on? I
0: root for where my money is spent today. Would you like to know who I'm rooting for? Yes, I would like to. I'm rooting to. for Georgia minus yes. okay. uh, 4.5. The fact
1: that you got that at 4.5. I know. Nice work. Number.
0: I don't like when a number keeps going down, which says the, the Sharps or the public is on Bama. I'll tell you what I really don't like is Tulane today playing in the, uh, in the AAC championship. That spread started at 5.5. It's at 3.
1: I got it at 2.
0: You got it at two. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got two lane. This lanes? morning, two lane at two. Nice. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. CWO lane. Yes. Well, F- you, uh, you were talking startup. that big
1: Chick Fil A appearance if they win it, and I just thought yeah. the motivation to play Missouri has got to be there And that big game, man. New Year's. There will be New a New Year's
0: six bowl for two lane like I said, wherever they end up. But uh, and then I got uh, Iowa to score more than six and a half points. Right. Iowa, Iowa to, to score six and a half. To score more than I six know, and a half, saw not get right. Um, and uh, what else is going on early? And I don't know what to do with Florida State and Louisville. I mean, for your sake, it's, I am, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I always root for Florida State. First of all, I've always loved the Bobby Bowden era, and obviously working with you, I always root for your team. I just feel like, it. it you know, they're not going to make a run, so I'd rather see somebody else in there. But for your sake and your trip to New Orleans, I will defer and say, I hope it works out for Florida State. Um, that spreads down to one and a half, is that right?
1: One and uh, a half. This morning. Florida, it may be less now. FSU one FSU and a half. half? FSU one and a half. Okay. Now, I if I was on the committee, which I should be, yeah. I would have to recluse myself from this discussion because right. I'm so too biased. No. Yeah. But my only point, if if in fact Florida State has done everything on their schedule, that includes a beatdown of 45 points they hung on LSU. Yep. Okay? At a neutral site. They did everything on their schedule. There were some close calls, but I can point to every single team that had close calls. And you could argue that if you go in and whoop on Louisville tonight with your third string quarterback, then you really should deserve it.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, I I will not. Kirk Herbst is getting way caught up in there's deserving and then there's the best four teams. Well, I, I think you're saying that Florida State must be pretty good all around if they keep winning games with a second and third string quarterback that must mean they have a pretty good defense they got a pretty good group of running backs that they pretty much doesn't matter what you throw at them they're going to win so you know it's convenient to say they're not one of the four best now listen i'm not telling you they couldn't play with washington i think they could um uh, potentially and uh they could play maybe with michigan I just don't think they'll match up with Georgia at all. What but that's team not is going to match
1: up with Georgia? Maybe
0: Michigan. I just had a long discussion with my new
1: friend Fred outside, who, by the way, Georgia has, would
0: whip Washington. You agree?
1: Georgia's going to whip everybody, including the Seminoles. So that argument is right out the window. What do
0: you mean? My, my, my argument is I just, I just don't. Yeah. I think Michigan has a chance to play physical football, keep its lower Michigan, scoring. last year the
1: narrative was Michigan's the best team in the country. They could not hang with TCU. I know. So okay. I don't. And, and by the way, lost. last night, However, all you Duck how, Nation, and everybody told me it was t- it's not going to be close. Oregon and what they're right, doing to people. Right. That was a beat down was a of game. epic. That for, it was a great game. So anyway, so keep in mind though.
0: Keep in mind, you want to diss Michigan. Ohio State was the runner-up to Michigan, and Ohio State outplayed Georgia right across the way here for about about 57 minutes, right? So it's not like the Big Ten's not capable. C.J. Stratton and company had Georgia beat. God bless. We found a way to win the game. So we'll see how it all plays out. I'm I'm just trying to tell you that um, if if Florida State doesn't get it done – and if Alabama wins, I mean, there's going to be chaos of all kinds.
1: I just want you to look on the TV. They're doing this Dr. Pepper halftime. Yeah. I mean, they're this, this, this throwing
0: two hand chest passes. Two
1: hand chest passes. And then the guy last night trying to commentate, I just thought. Give the microphone to somebody that can possibly do this because it's bad Look, TV. Anyway, it's, it's also bad radio. I am we talking about that. I know. I got, I, do, we got cuts to play. Do you want to go to break? Yeah, because wanna,
0: I, okay. I was like, are me and Sandra going to be okay an hour by ourselves? That was the dumbest uh, thought. We
1: have a two-hour show three days a week. What are you I, talking about?
0: I know, but this is like a big show, this one. This one really counts. <laughs> it just means more.
1: No one listens during the week. So. You, know what okay.
0: me, you know what means more is that how long the line is at the bar. That I will Y'all. not. Have, I won't have a sip of a beer till I don't even know. I'm gonna have to buy one off. The if street. you put
1: your order in now, you may get it when the show's over. But otherwise, <laughs> good luck. Are everybody. you talking
0: about the show on Monday? The show. <laughs> <laughs> because because they're short, they're short some bartenders. I'm just saying,
1: if you're gonna staff an event, <laughs> yeah. and maybe the SEC. I'm just
0: wondering if We're the SEC. Oh, it's not. Let's not get ourselves Listen. in trouble. it's Steak and Sandra special edition of the Steakhouse right outside Mercedes-Benz. A lot up, of thirsty people. Here. Sports, here. That's all I'm saying. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. <laughs> Eric Slaughter bringing some game on an SEC Championship. Saturday, right next to Mercedes-Benz. Steak. Steak and Sandra, you turn on the radio. So what the hell are those two guys doing on? Well, it's a special edition of the Steakhouse. Thanks to uh, Mike Conti for helping put this together and getting our whole crew. Mike Johnson, he is uh, the opposite of what Rusty and Drew are doing, which are working the Mm -hmm. game. Drew Butler, part of the Steakhouse, will be on CBS right after the game on the field. Rusty Manziel, working for Fox 5, he'll be down there. Um, Sandy's in for a great—you'll be pulling in— to the lake at kickoff, probably, I right? I think so, around You're 4.30. You're going to have yeah. a great – you guys have a meal plan or anything set up? Oh, uh, there's
1: a whole thing going on. Is anybody on coming over? Um, I don't think so. so we were invited. I go, you know, I'm that person. I want to sit on the couch. It's an important night for me.
0: Right. No, it's <laughs> very important to you. Uh, so do you, is he is he on the grill today? He's doing steak. Well, yeah, let me hear.
1: It's doing uh, brisket, sausage, and peppers in the crock pot since about 8 a.m.
0: Oh. Uh, when I tell you – Simmering. That stuff's simmering.
1: Simmering. Simma,
0: Simma, (laughs) Simma, down. I was at a holiday party last night, my friend Laura Dew. I love her. Let's just say the, uh, I was up bright and early. The wifey, not in peak performance today. I don't know if she'll be by here. No,
1: that's one of the fab four of her girlfriends. I know how that is. Remember the three
0: strikes questions of, um, hey, which, which one of your wife's friends is the most trouble? Laura. And I was like, no, I was like, hold on, let me get this list out here. I got like, uh, I'm up to 17 of them right here. Anyway, that's one of the uh, Fab Five. So we had a wonderful holiday night. Looking forward to a great day um, at uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And definitely worth talking about Kirby Smart and Nick Saban. As as Kirby Smart sits on historic ground with a 29-game winning streak and an unprecedented third straight regular season undefeated, Everybody wants to always know what's the relationship with Kirby and Nick Saban, where he spent a decade helping Alabama build their dynasty and winning national titles and then taking the job at Georgia and taking them to new heights.
1: So every year when we have the SEC championship, the two head coaches do this more intimate for sure. It's not in front of a big crowd. It's Laura Rutledge and Nick Saban and Kirby Smart. So we pulled three cuts for you, which was, I think is the best. So of the it's best. yesterday
0: afternoon, Yeah, yesterday
1: evening, about five. And yeah. there's nobody
0: in the, in the dome. Yeah. Right. It's just
1: them. Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, Great. And it was
1: as loose. And if you want to go with body language, they were cut. That was up awesome. And favorite. by the way,
0: Laura Rutledge joined us yesterday. Played by herself, I thought she did a fabulous job. She retweeted our stuff, and oh, really? uh, she's
1: now our best friends. Like, awesome.
0: Yeah. So she, sidebar,
1: not one human being says a word about Laura, other than she is the nicest, most professional. But well, she was so, awesome. She's yeah. not
0: my favorite. And like she's that's not, a big, she, yeah. that's a big moment. You get Saban. And Kirby, right in front of you, nobody else, no set with three or four – just the three of them.
1: Yeah, so the first thing was they were joking around and Kirby's talking about maybe saving – lightening up a little.
2: Well, he said a lot of nice things to me. I mean, we had a lot of great times together. My memories and passion and and after games, he always took the time – Regardless of the outcome of a game, he goes after the game and he congratulates the players. He, it's something I still do to this day. I learn from him, and they're out there competing and doing things. And then he comes into the coaching staff and he tells mm-hmm. them, you know, a good job and those things. But he, I think he's opened up a little more as he's gotten more friendly. He even texts me back for the first time ever this year. Whoa! And uh, we were sharing. What some, was
1: the text? It was
2: just talking about how hard <laughs> it is to be successful and be consistent and.
1: So good. She
0: asked him, "What's the nicest thing that he's ever said to you?" and He's like, "He says a lot of nice things to me." So um, I don't think ever during the season that Sabin and he doesn't text much anyway. But but Kirby, listen, all these guys know each other. And and by the way, knowing what we do about Kirby, when you get this late in the season, he, he is so dialed in right. and not communicating with guys we know who are friends with him. Um, but that was a good moment with Nick Saban enjoying sitting next to him. So
1: the latter part of the interview, Laura steps out. Not steps out. She said, okay, I'm done with my questions. Kirby, I want you to ask something from Saban. And Nick, if you'll ask something from Kirby. So Kirby is wow. up first.
2: What advice would you give me with what you've learned from the point you were at the same age I am? I'm 48 years old. Hmm. So when you were uh, – 48, you would have been Michigan State, I think, 99? Yeah. So, 99, you're Michigan State to now. Because I, I won't be doing this when I'm your age. I will promise you that. <laughs> okay? So, I need like a 10, 15 year. That's because uh, you're smarter than me.
1: Now, we cut it off there because the, the answer was long and winding. But the moral of it was delegate. You've got to let some of this go. Um, and just you know, use your time better. That's what Nick Saban's was. So oh, okay. I shortened that a minute and a half you, you, down you, because he just basically says delegate, which is what – and Kirby was nodding like, yeah. And so this is when uh, Saban wanted do you, to – Let for, me ask
0: you a question. Yeah. Just business uh, – in the biz – do you think she let them know beforehand, I'm going to do this at the end? They
1: acted like they hadn't heard it. And, know, it and, sounds and, like maybe. No, no, I'm telling you. And, and she goes, Kirby, you'll be first. And he goes, oh, no, wait a minute. And he got, you know, they're all I like. Know. It, and, and in fact, it's so funny stuff. that you asked me that because I thought they don't know this is coming. Right. They didn't know what That's a,
0: that's. I'm just going to tell you from a broadcaster perspective, that's a bold thing because now you're throwing something at him, especially with a guy like Saban. If he's not ready to play right
1: so the, what have we talked about all week that saban's been so impressed about those 29 wins right right so that this is his question you'll hear this
2: well i think the thing that i would ask kirby which is the most challenging thing for for me is having had the success and winning 29 games in a row what is the secret to keeping people focused and motivated and not being complacent about what they're doing because people have so much problem sometimes dealing with success. Yeah, that's, a, that's one I'm still trying to figure out because uh, just the time I was with, with you, that was the hardest thing. First year I ever coached with him was LSU, which was a great team. I came in behind that, and he said, the start of the year, he said, this is going to be the hardest year you've ever had because of the success we had the previous year. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't part of that success, but I was part of that hard year that he talked about, and it was tough because a lot of really good players came back, and there was an expectation that you were going to win that was going to be easy, and we went to Jordan Harris, It was hard. We went to places and it was tough. And I feel like I've I've relied on that experience from him to tell the guys that it's going to be twice as hard because that wind blows twice as hard at the top. But if you keep bringing things back to your culture, you keep bringing things back to the way you do things, um, you recruit good players, you utilize all the skill sets, it's the best you can. But it is a major distraction to have that success and try to continue it.
0: Well, great answer, and Kirby's figured it out. So I'm not surprised. First of all, I, I will say this. Much harder in the NFL. Much hard, Like, this year's team, Carson Beck didn't win the national title, right? Right. And, and a lot of these – I know Brock Bowers did, Lad McConkie, and some of their best players. But when you're at Georgia, you got guys waiting for their chance. Yeah. You know, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith and these guys are, are in the NFL now. So there's a new group. It's like, you know – um, used to hear in New England, they would tell, like, you're, you're not world champions. Yeah. Don't, don't. yeah. You're not the you're new. The last year's team are world champions. These guys up on the wall, they're, they're, you haven't won anything. Right. Now, in the NFL, that's not always the case because sometimes you have the same team or, or you're trying to keep them together. Right. In college, like, I don't think that's been a problem for Kirby. Remember last year going to SEC, tie, SEC, uh, SEC meetings, it was, we're hunting. Right. We're not the hunted, right? That's right. That was the whole thing that's all right. year. We're hunting. And he saw those crazy, you know, pre and post to practice. Like we're hunting. Like we are. Like he yeah. he made it clear. There's nothing about last year beating uh, 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 Alabama the national title. Like he, he set that tone. Yeah. And maybe Saban didn't set it the same way. Because then this year it's kind of been the same thing. Like okay, uh, first of all, was like, a lot of guys went to the NFL.
1: So and that's, that's every year now at Georgia. So you're right. Gonna, there, right. That's why I think if you hear. Kirby talk about the All Blacks. The All Blacks is this rugby team that has the most winning, and he's read the books and the whole thing. But their mantra is, "We've done nothing," and they never kind of celebrate within of being the bet that you know they don't walk around with that kind of chest out thing. Kirby
0: mentioned. I'm glad you even referenced that. That's the last one of the books he read is Uh is. And look, he's so well read, he's so intellectual, like he is the whole deal. And then talking to Ryan Pugliesi. And I'm not going to tell you everything the kids said to me off the air. Ooh. But, but I said, like, what was the difference with Nick Saban offer? You were in Tuscaloosa. The next day you were in uh, Athens. And give me what those two meetings were like. And it's just like sitting with Nick Saban is like sitting with Yoda. It was almost like right, you know, the, right. the grand, sitting with Kirby was like, you know. You know, he's dropping F-bombs, and he's excited, and he's like, I mean, he's got a different swagger. It was funny. He's different from Nick Saban that way. He's
1: 100% different, but it was funny to hear because you know how it is when your boss is around wherever you work. It's just the vibe is different. So Kirby mentioned a story of, lit like, they would hear in the building that Nick Saban's going to play golf. Okay, and he's going to take three others with him. So Kirby said the most important thing you did at Alabama is belly up to one of Nick's best friends that's going golfing. Because he would call him up. He's going, what course y'all are going to? So he would tell him the course and Kirby would gather his three and go to a separate course.
0: He knew what four hours anybody could relate to having a boss that's always watching your hours and has always uh, been around guys who are like they walk the building, the sales floor. I may have had a partner that used to do this at 6:30 at night and be like, "Okay." And everyone's like, "Oh, how long do we have to stay here? We have to wait him out." Right? Well, he's basically saying you you don't want to be out of the building when Nick's in the building. Right. That was a hysterical story. And and Saban's like, "Nobody knew how to manage knowing my time better." And then Kirby's like, "One time he came to the wrong course and we're just like, "Scramble." <laughs>
1: Everybody, get I, I, out of Mayday. here! Mayday! Right? Mayday! No, and and you know it goes back to that fraternity that is, and and they'll tell you at Georgia right now it's like a frat house in that building in terms of just Kirby's around his boys and that coaching fraternity. Yes. If I'm Will Muschamp or Mike Bobo, I don't want another head coaching job. I'm living in Athens, not right Georgia. Now. I we are winning, Lottie Everything. Dottie, we're and getting, everybody. Because i getting
0: paid a, a lot, lot of, of like, money. Right?
1: Like, it, like it was not easy life. for
0: Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin doesn't love recruiting. Everything else, man, it just set up perfect for him. I think he went to the NFL because he have to worry about that stuff. Um, but, like, it, there's a lot to be said for making $1.5 I think Munkin was making, was he making $2 million or something? Or uh, as high as paid as you could be. But, like, that's a good gig. You don't you have a microphone kidding. in front of your face. You don't have the, the, the stress and the anxiety we were talking about. Sometimes it's good you're not the boss. Just worry about my unit. M-
1: Munkin right. was the highest-paid football assistant at a public university. Two point zero one yeah, million. Yeah, that's what I thought. Two million. But, yeah. yeah. So I just find Bobo's that so not cool. far behind
0: that. Bobo's probably one six or something right, like that. Right. Um, it, it, it's going to be. Um, listen, it, it's going to be devastating for Georgia fans. For any of us to think of walking out of this building and have to lobby. And I think it'll be a losing case to lobby to be in the final four. I don't think anybody here can picture it, Sandra. I know they can't picture it because the last twenty-nine times that they went and saddled up for a Georgia football game, the last twenty-nine times it ended with a win. You, you kind of don't really think about losing, it's, right?
1: It is going to be a sad, sad, right? Sad I mean, state imagine coming affair. out of this building. I just don't think Georgia can imagine beat our
0: it. month. A- imagine the month. Yeah, let's have, think
1: about us. We, ha- we need Georgia to win. Uh, no, I so I mean we have a good
0: month. Well, but honestly, I mean, like yeah, it'll true. be four weeks of looking at the f- the four teams, oh my especially God, if they're playing Florida State, your school. But I mean, otherwise, we'll be talking about a New Year's Day game, like uh, the I don't know. I think they're talking about the Sugar Bowl or the Orange Bowl. Will be the SEC runner up. I mean, I don't even look at that. And nomad, look at it. I don't look because I can't picture Georgia not being in the playoffs. I'm,
1: I'm with you, right? But. It, I just think you get in the four, and it's a whole different ballgame for everybody. You just get in the four, and I know everybody's poo-pooing Florida State. You just need to get in because you never know what's going to happen. Go ask TCU in Michigan last year. Yeah, Period. I mean, Florida State
0: winning over Georgia with a third-string quarterback to uh, end a 30-game losing streak, and we're just throwing stuff out there. Would
1: be the story of college football yeah, I mean, it would, 100. but 100.
0: Now, I, what I was going to say is it would be an unbelievable story, especially because of the streak. But it wouldn't be the biggest upset of all time. It's Florida State. They're undefeated. They beat LSU by 30. It's not just a quarterback, right? You know, I'm glad uh, that
1: you're saying it. Well, apparently but, not but a no, lot of people Well, are. I'm
0: thinking about it more. Look, do I think they're one of the best four teams? Not Listen,
1: with, nobody's talking about Florida not, State's defense, and that Jared right. Verse is going to be a so 10, like, 10 do, pick. And, do,
0: I, do I think they're one of the best four teams? No, but, like, okay, it, 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 like, who's to say? You had a backup quarterback beat a pretty good Florida team. And I know people say that about Florida, but Florida was getting better. I watched Florida-Missouri. That was as good a game as there was. Mis-
1: Alabama was seconds away from doing – we're not even talking about them at all. They were almost beat last week. So right, so, you start to go then, game right. by game, and what was the score? I'll sit here all day and do it with
0: you. And then there is beating Louisville tonight with a third stringer. Yep. Last I checked – Louisville's just answered about every challenge they've had. They went and beat Miami and Miami. Everybody like Miami. Okay. And the worst the thing hurricanes. that happened is
1: that Kentucky beat them last week. Right, and they right. them bad. You're right. That so is bad. So that's bad for Florida. That's a good anyway.
0: point. Uh, but you still keep winning. And I think they'll be there. And they, they will. <laughs>
1: I'm so excited. I, I may
0: go backwards and say Florida State being Georgia with a third stringer would normally not be the, the upset of, of all time. But if. You're, remember, whoever plays Georgia now, they're in a 30-game winning streak, right? So you're, you're going to be ending a 30-game winning streak, whoever plays Rusty them. Rusty was
1: right that the, the, this is your national championship because Alabama has the best chance of beating Georgia. I,
0: I think that Georgia fans would love to play Michigan because nobody is talking more than Michigan fans these days. America's it's almost team- like they don't remember two years ago. When you literally looked like uh, a midseason S- South Carolina game when you played Georgia, you were nothing. And last year, losing to a, let's just say, a little <laughs> above average TCU team. Yeah. That's the same Michigan with Jim Harbaugh, right? Right. Now you're ready. We want Georgia.
1: America's team.
0: Be yeah. careful what you want. All yeah. right. Can I, can I get out of here and go to the game already? All well,
1: right. um, because I know not I'm not going to get a
0: beer here. No. You, so. We've
1: got 20 minutes, y'all. This is so exciting. All right.
0: So take some calls. Uh, I'm going to ask you your plan for the game. Are you driving home? Are you in with fam? Are you, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you what you're eating? Like, what's the spread? I, exactly. I, when I say what's the spread, most sports shows, they're thinking it's about, about money. It's about, not yeah. Mm-hmm. When I say what's the spread, very, very different. <laughs> Steak and Sandra, Sports Radio, 92 9 the game. All right, welcome back into the Steakhouse, y'all. It is so
1: fun down here. We are live at Reverb. We've been here since noon, and it's just now starting at Steak. They're heading to the stadium. Just talked
0: to my uh, beautiful uh, freshman at Georgia. Yeah. She just got down here, meeting her in the stadium. I uh, said, you may want to come down here, or are you... Actually, no. You may want to just head in. Yeah,
1: just now it's go time. Don't come. Well, they just
0: added like five bartenders, so that was a perfect timing. So, um, we're having a great time, thanks to uh, Day Day helping us out, and Mike, and and back at the ranch, it's uh, Eric working, right? He's put on some strong tunes, dude. I got to tell you, right? Day Day, you happy with his uh, performance, right? Solid job, man. I mean, but E is, you know, he's a professional. He's got game, right? Yeah. All right, E, everything good there, buddy? What are you doing?
2: Man, I'm doing everything back here. Happy to work with y'all. Got my man CT on the other side. We're getting ready for another four hours, and we'll lead y'all up to, uh, you know, got Hawks tonight, got Georgia tonight. It's a great day for sports.
0: Yeah, and then we got a huge Falcons game tomorrow. Huge Falcons game tomorrow. All right, 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. I'm going to ask you some questions. Where are you going? What's the game plan? Who do you like in the game? We'll talk to our listeners um have some fun okay and get you ready for kickoff Lonnie and Jackson uh Lonnie you're on sports radio 92.9 how you doing buddy hey
2: say, this is the guy who put the dead body on the wrong airplane this time we're gonna put them uh families on the uh,
1: wrong plane and send them back home what did uh, he say he said put something on the wrong plane. <laughs> speak up Dave. Lonnie
0: what do we got? I, said, do? I think he said he was going to put. This, oh, there he is. Go ahead. I said,
1: yeah,
2: this is the guy that put the dead body on
1: the wrong airplane that time. This time we're going to. Oh the
0: yeah, 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 try. dude. That was a f- nobody knows. That was a funny ass call. I'll tell you that. Hey, uh, you a big Georgia fan? You better know it. All right. What, what's your plan for the game? Where you watching?
2: I'm going to my aunt's house. We got some fresh air barbecue. We got some. We got a pork shoulder. We got some Brunswick stew. I got a big old bottle of Hennessy. We're going to sit back and
0: watch Georgia put it on. I like hearing it, buddy. Good job. Josh and Decula. By the way, 404-726-0929. Josh, how you doing, buddy?
2: Good. How are you guys doing?
0: Good. What part of town? What do you got planned for the game?
2: Uh, I'm working. on delivering pizzas tonight, so I'm listening on 95.5.
0: All right. Well, um, we, we got friends over there. So you're delivering pizzas tonight. I would imagine business will be robust over the next few hours. Is that accurate? I hope so. I need some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank Have you. you ever
1: thought of being a bartender? Because I can get you about 10 jobs uh, like, in the hour if you want to come down here. Yeah, bartender's is a
0: good gig. Well, Are you a big, You a big uh, Georgia
2: fan? Love the dogs. Big
0: fan. What's your nervousness level? Ten being unbelievably nervous, one being we got this. Where are you in terms of this game?
2: Um, like a five. I'm a little nervous about Milro, He's very mobile. I feel like we've struggled yeah. with that this year. Mobile quarterback. All right,
0: thank. Thank you, buddy. CJ in Rockmart. You're on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. How you doing, CJ? Good.
2: How about you, man?
0: Good, buddy. Where? Uh, what's your plan for the game? we part of in.
2: Hey, I'm heading down right now, my man. I'm driving down safely. I'll probably be there in about 40 minutes.
0: Oh, you're coming to the game, right?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On the way. On the way, my what's,
0: man. What's your nervousness level, 1 to 10, on uh, winning uh,
2: this game
1: today? Hey,
2: these are my dogs, man. I mean, we had some really rough days for years. I'm uh, really confident. They're confident. Um, just the overall level of disrespect we're getting right now in this other championship game, they're putting Alabama in every scenario where they win and not giving my dogs the respect that they need, and they
0: deserve it. So so. Yeah, well, I haven't – I I think you got a lot of respect. You were 29 in a row, your favorite in the game. Um, but I know – just like just like Nolan Smith – thank you for the call. Just like Nolan Smith told us last year. Y'all said – y'all said we're going to be 7-5. And, and we're like, hold on. Hold um, on. Did anybody ever say that? Not, <laughs> not one human said that. I don't
1: know. Seven where and five. You read that. Are you?
0: Were you covering East Carolina? Because I don't think Georgia. You read, read the wrong anybody-
1: headlines, yes. Nolan.
0: Dude, that was. It sick.
1: worked for him though, I for know. sure. Hey,
0: Joe and Buford, you're on Sports Radio 92.9. The game, Joe. What part of town are you in? What's your plan for the game? Hello, Joe Buford. Are you there, buddy?
1: People. Joe's out. Oh there he
0: is. Hello? Hello. Yeah, Joe, what's your what's your plan for the game with Italian.
2: Yeah, a big game like this. I stay at home in my man cave and, you know, pretty much watch it by myself. I don't like a lot of crowds and all that noise going on. <laughs> um big shout out to my good friend Mike Woods Jr. Wishing our dogs the best today.
0: Alright, what's your nervousness level? Scale of one to ten.
2: I'm not gonna I'm gonna go around seven, five to eight.
0: Yeah, I'm you know, starting to get be, yeah. yeah I'm starting to, to, to think you know I hadn't really thought about the impact of like four hours from now everything could be four hours everything could be done or not done but different oh, right yeah. it will be and and uh listen I I really um I watched this in September and it's a great example of why th- th- that wasn't real what I was you know I was watching ball State and Tennessee Martin and watching even South Carolina I was at the I was at two of the home games at the South Carolina game And I watched Spencer Rattler, and I'm like, you know, they're going to lose one somewhere here. I mean, they got, they're on the road to Tennessee, and they got Missouri, and Ole Miss is coming in, and maybe the far. And, and the reality was that team in September that started to make me think they don't look like. Oh this my team. God. You know, I mean, they're not even close. 11
1: weeks later, no. This is a different I think str- Ru-
0: And when Rusty looked at us and goes, if they get a month to get healthy, mm-hmm. and remember, we should update everybody. Starting lineup announced Tate Ratledge is in it. Brock Bowers is in it. Lad McConkey is in it. And uh, those are the big names that matter.
1: Ra will find out about it. Sounds
0: like uh, Mike Griffith told us from Dog Nation he doesn't, uh, doesn't Ra-Ra's think Ra Ra is going to go, which is not a good thing, but. You know, if, and, and again, how many snaps can you get from Ladd McConkey? We just don't know. Um, but, you know, then you start to think about, I mean, that's front-line talent. That's a, these are front-line, you know, big-timers. You give them a month, and then whoever's in front of them. And then uh, talking earlier to Ryan uh, Puglusi, our favorite part of the interview was him talking about the offensive line. Rusty asked him. And the big smile on his face because my mom was so happy when she watches Carson Beck drop back to pass. Like, it was was a real moment. Like, my mom worries about me getting creamed,
1: right? His jersey hasn't been brushed up this year. Carson Beck has been untouched. Remember what Lane Kiffin said, you guys. After he played Georgia, and that was the game where Brock and Ladd and it all came together. He's played both. He's the only team that's played both. Lost to both, but he said Georgia is a better team than Alabama. Yeah, I know. I
0: was thinking about that. And maybe when I was making a decision who I'm going to – well, I was never going to bet on Alabama, but whether I was going to ride Georgia. I don't think – you know, there's part of me that says they're not that much different – from the Missouri and Tennessee teams that we whooped up on, you know. I mean, Alabama had a real tough time with Auburn. They lost to a Texas team at home. Um, they benched their quarterback, you know. It was
1: interesting for Mike Griffith to talk about Jalen Milroe and kind of the mistakes that Alabama did make early on. Is it a great coaching or is it just the opposite of why they great, mismanaged him there's early? There's two ways
0: to look at it. I totally agree. You could give him credit for the development of him mm-hmm. or you can say, how the hell could you have benched the guy? And, by the way, if his backup had played better in that what that game was, Central Florida, South right. Florida.
1: Tim Tebow on SEC Network this morning, y'all, was talking about Milrow and just what he looks like. <laughs> like he goes, for real, if that guy starts getting on a run, we got big problems. George is going to have big problems because just what a great athlete, and he's so big. He's bigger than I you mean, can but imagine. Just, just
0: think about the coaching staff, how much work they've done. On, on how they're going to handle him today and try to get him off off his beat.
1: George hasn't faced a front like that that like Alabama though all right. year. So yeah, I mean I you, you can ex- be...
0: Yeah, I mean you're right about Carson Beck being untouched. Untouched. Wil- Wilbur in. uh
1: oh. ta- Where is it?
0: What is it? Tallapoose? You're on uh, Sports Radio 92 now. How you doing, buddy?
2: Hey guys. Yes, yeah, Tallapoosa, George. I'm about five okay. miles from Fruithurst, Alabama, out here. So I'm right. overrun with Alabama fans, but I just want to say I was born a dog. My dad played for Fran Tarkenton. You know, Bobby Walden was his roommate in Georgia at fifty nine and sixty. So I've I've always been born a bulldog, but I listen to you so guys what is every it, day. What it
0: what does it mean to you, having spent your life watching this program, to see them with a twenty nine game winning streak and three straight undefeated seasons in a regular season?
2: Well it's it's really exciting. I I just didn't expect it to go on this long, especially you know with the, the quarterback we had the last couple of years. That was a a big surprise. But I'm I i do not know. I'm really I'm really I feel good about them this year. With, with Beck and our running backs this year, and if, if Brock and McConkie go this year, I, I don't think we're gonna have any problem with them.
0: Yeah, I think it's a confident team playing Alabama. Thanks for the call, buddy.
1: Georgia too, just being so disciplined. And you heard David Pollock. The difference is Kirby and, Al- and Nick this year, and the advantage is Kirby. When you watch Alabama, they've been pl- they have been making terrible mistakes that they never made in the past, never made in the past. Look at the penalties. Look at the miscommunication on the line of scrimmage. That play, Jalen Milrow missed the snap. I don't, in Auburn. You maybe. know,
0: I don't think the Alabama roster. I mean, think about C.J. Stroud and Marvin Harrison Jr. last year, and the receiving like Ohio State was loaded. Like it wasn't, and especially with Stroud playing the way he did. I don't think Alabama has that kind of diversity on offense that you saw because Ohio State's the only team that has really played
1: that, head that, to head that's with Georgia. Exactly right. Like Georgia was no
0: better than Ohio State Not last at all. year. Mm-hmm. The, the, the talent on both sides. I don't think Alabama has that level of talent. I don't. They think.
1: missed a field goal.
0: Right. That's what the yeah, difference a, was, and, and, they, and they just had the horrible yeah. Uh, snafu. Yeah. With Arian yeah. Smith gets the 80-yard touchdown, they don't even have to work for it. So um, it, it's going to be fascinating. I Who's mean,
1: your four? Who's your four at the end as we wrap things up?
0: I think that we're looking at Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and, oh, gosh. Uh,
1: I'll, I'll make it easy for you. Florida State. I have. That's a for I'm rooting, I'm rooting reason, for you, Florida
0: and I, I think I don't think they win tonight. I think I think Florida State, if they have to be in a third string situation, that's a big advantage for Louisville playing a third string quarterback. I don't if, if but I don't know who's going. Ronamaker going is, is that the kid's I name? I think Ronna
1: going to go. Okay. But I mean, I get it too. I get it. it but it's can that you I'm agree if they you. beat if they win? I have, yeah, winning. I don't
0: think you mess with them if they win.
1: If they don't win, and who's in? That's them? what I'm saying.
0: I, uh, it's Texas or Ohio State to Texas me. Texas is
1: up forty-two, fourteen. Yeah, they're running it up. They're running a it up third. for yeah, reason. As they are. So I yeah. think
0: Texas uh, finds their way in, perhaps, uh, as the fourth. I like Georgia tonight. I Georgia
1: wins by a field goal.
0: Thirty-four. Oh,
1: if Georgia wins by field goal, then that four spot. That's but but be but,
0: out, but, out, but now They have two, two losses. losses. Yeah, thirty-four twenty-three, Georgia. Thirty-four twenty-three, dogs cover game goes right at the over under i think it's like 55 or something anyway um at least wish tulane good luck too good
1: i fun. really hope tulane wins beats smu and yep. get them ready to come here it would be
0: fun 15. if tulane's coming to atlanta florida state's going to the sugar bowl florida and Short georgia trip. in the sugar bowl y'all that'd be fun so fun
1: all right so, thanks everybody guys have a great time
0: enjoy the rest of your afternoon big hawks game tonight we'll be talking about it you know starting monday morning with the morning shift after that of course it's uh, the steakhouse Andy and Randy congratulations to Andy Bunker, oh, so Washington. Happy for Andy. What a win for Washington. Mike
1: Dayday! Thanks, Eric Garrett, back at the house, y'all. Thank you so much. Hey,
0: thanks for making the steakhouse part of your Saturday. Bye. Go
1: dogs.